Thank you for listening to the Sleep Mode Podcast. For the past two years, we've been helping sleep-deprived gamers get some well-deserved rest. And now, Sleep Mode is on Patreon. When you become one of our Patreon supporters, you'll get 48-hour early access to new Sleep Mode episodes. You could speedrun into Dreamland with our Story Mode cuts. Plus, you'll gain entry into our private Discord server, where you can hang out and chat with the Sleep Mode team. And if you become a Dream Wizard level supporter, you can shape the story of future podcast episodes and possibly get selected to be a guest star on Sleep Mode. There's downloadable wallpapers of our channel artwork, ad-free videos, sneak peeks. Oh, and did I mention that you could become a Patreon supporter starting at just $1 a month? Become a Sleep Mode Patreon supporter by visiting patreon.com goodnightgamers, or you could click the link in the description below. Thank you so much again for listening to Sleep Mode. And now, let's get on to the episode. Hello there. Welcome to Sleep Mode. Bedtime stories and guided meditations for gamers. Presented by Glitch Creative Labs. Please be sure to not listen to this recording while driving, operating heavy machinery, or while playing any type of online multiplayer gaming experience. The goal of each Sleep Mode session is to guide you into a state of pure relaxation so you can put down the controller and get some rest after a long day of work or play. So please, find a nice, comfortable space that is free from distractions where you can enjoy a moment to relax and hopefully get some restful sleep. The use of headphones is recommended, but not necessary. Laying down on a nice, cozy bed is preferable. But you may also choose to experience sleep mode sitting on your favorite couch or gaming chair, if you wish. We are not here to judge. Now then, let's chill out and get some sleep. Prepare to experience sleep mode. The Elder Scrolls V Skyrim. A relaxing bedtime story for gamers. In 3, 2, 1... The province of Skyrim is as beautiful as it is dangerous. Even during the best of times, only the hardiest of souls can survive the harsh winter weather that chills to the bone. Not to mention the fearsome beasts that roam the land. But these are not the best days in the history of Skyrim. Ulfric Stormcloak and his army of rebels wage war against the imperial presence on our frozen land. Bandits brazenly attack travelers on the roads. There are even whispers of a dragon attack in Helgen. Maybe this would explain the booming voice in the sky calling out for the Dovahkiin, the legendary dragonborn destined to save Skyrim from a great calamity. Or... Maybe not. One thing is for certain, 
you are no dragonborn, just a simple villager from Riverwood, enjoying life to its fullest, the best that you can. In an effort to find a bit of clarity during these uncertain times, you decide that it's time to make your annual trip up the 7,000 steps that surround the throat of the world. You try to make this pilgrimage up the steps to High Hrothgar every year, just as your father did before you. It builds your body to its peak troll-fighting condition and leads to a long, happy life, he would say. You know, father may have been onto something. He did live to the ripe old age of 37, after all. So, you climb, as the ice and snow gently falls around you. You make your way to your usual stopping point, that's just around the halfway point up the mountain. Climbing the 7,000 steps is much harder than it seems. They really mean 7,000 steps, going straight up the side of the largest mountain in Skyrim. Not to mention, on the journey up, you saw a slain frost troll on the road, and you would much rather not meet the thing responsible for taking down such a menacing-looking creature. With so many problems in the world, perhaps it would be best to find a spot for a bit of meditation and let your mind have a moment of reflection before you climb back down and make your way home. If you would like to skip the guided relaxation segment of this episode, please fast forward to the 10-minute mark. You start by finding a comfortable space that is free from distractions to begin your relaxation ritual. Stretch out your body and begin unleashing all the stored up stress hiding within your joints and muscles. Let your mind dwell on the spirit of the warrior whose amazing strength knows no equal Victoriously, stretch your arms up in the air. Then let them rest behind your head, with both hands cradling your neck. It should look like you're showing off your rippling muscles to a crowd of adoring fans. Take in a deep breath as you hold this position. You should feel a little bit of pressure around your shoulders and arms. Now breathe out, releasing the tension as you do. Once again, breathe in. Hold it for just a moment. And breathe out through your mouth. One more time. Breathe in through your nose. Hold it. Just a little bit more. And breathe out. As you do, place your arms back into a neutral position beside your body. Now let us draw upon the arcane mysteries of the mage whose mythic spirit can command 
the primal elements of nature. Thrust your arms in front of you and hold this position for just a moment. Feel the power within them begin to build a sensation of warmth and power. Now with your arms still raised, fan your fingers out, giving them a good stretch as if you are casting a searing blast of lightning bolts at a rampaging saber cat. Hold this position for just a moment more. Feel your unlimited power. Now relax your hands and place your arms beside your body or in a position that is most comfortable for you. Feel the warmth of your arms slowly radiate in a relaxing wave of peaceful energy that spreads throughout your body as it does. Let your mind ponder the secrets of the thief whose sharp wit and even sharper dagger cuts a path through the shadows. If a sneak thief wishes to stay alive in a dark dungeon, they must be nimble on their feet. So let's stretch out those little pickies. Point your feet downward as if you're stealthily walking on the tips of your toes. Feel the pressure build in your calves and around your ankles. Hold it just a little bit more. Now release the stretch and enjoy the warm, soothing sensation as it begins to tingle through your sore muscles. Now it's time to clench your toes. Imagine that you're making a tiny fist with your feet. My apologies for anyone listening that might be grossed out by feet. And now, release your stretch. Once again, clench your toes into a fist. Feel that pressure begin to grow within them. Now hold it again and really allow that energy to build. Finally, release and experience the healing warmth as it travels through the lower half of your body. You now hold within you the power of the warrior, the spirit of the mage, and the skill of the thief. Take a moment to clear your mind of the troubles that cause you stress and doubt. And remember, if you're ever running away from a dragon, alongside an orc, and a bossomer, all you have to do is outrun the orc. Speaking of running, I wonder where that courier is headed off to in such a hurry. He must have an important delivery to make somewhere around the hold. It's of no bother to you as you sit in the cold mountain air for just a while longer before you gather your belongings and make your journey back down to Everstead.
the 7,000 steps of High Hrothgar are far more pleasant on the way down than the way up. Funny how that works out. There is a sense of peace that surrounds you as you begin to plan your journey back home to Riverwood. Maybe it would be a great idea to stay in Everstad for the night at the Valmer Inn. They have sweet black briar mead, warm beds, and the cheerful sounds of the bard Linnelly Starstrung, or whatever her name really is. After some time spent journeying up the frozen mountainside, a drink by the roaring hearth sounds like the perfect way to rest after your hard day's travel. As you daydream about a cozy night spent at the inn, something catches your attention just beyond the final steps of the mountain path. It appears to be the same courier from before, toppled over and lurching in pain at the bottom of the step. Adventurer, you must help me, he says in no small amount of pain. You turn your head back and forth, looking for the adventurer the injured courier speaks of. You soon realize that no one else is around you, and with some trepidation, you point your finger at yourself. Yes, you, he replies with a whimper. You, an adventurer. Stranger things have happened. You walk up to the injured messenger and help him to his feet. Ah, thank you. The divines bless your kind heart. Ooh, ouch. Uh-oh. This isn't good he says in a concerned tone. This is what I get for being in too much of a hurry to get this message delivered. Listen, adventurer, I have an urgent message for the dragonborn from the Greybeards themselves. But I'm pretty sure I've twisted my ankle after taking a tumble down these steps. You must deliver the message to the dragonborn. Who knows how important it is to the fate of Skyrim. Are you brave enough to complete this quest? You consider the request for a moment. This could be your chance to help save Skyrim from unknown dangers. Well, what do you say? You nod your head in agreement and take the letter in your hand. Thank you, adventurer. Now this letter is for the eyes of the Dragonborn only. So no peeking. The last place they were spotted was in the hold of Winterrun, visiting the Jarl. You should go there as soon as possible. Myself, I'll be at the Vilmer Inn, resting my ankle by the fire. Good luck, and may the eight divines guide you on your journey. And so your adventure begins. You will find the Dragonborn, and deliver this important message to them. The fate of Skyrim may rest in your hands. You venture onward into the vast wilderness in search of your destiny. You are no stranger to Whiterun. 
In fact, you often travel there to browse the market and people watch under the blossoms of the Gilder Green. But this trip to the city feels different, as if the weight of your responsibility hangs heavy in the very skies above. Wow, maybe they hang a bit too heavy. The wind begins to shift around you, and the skies darken with a coming storm. Well, this might literally dampen things a bit. Normally, a bit of rain wouldn't bother you in the slightest. But you worry about the water damaging the message for the Dragonborn. It would be best to find some shelter to wait out the rain. It's just too bad that there are no traveler's inns nearby. But your keen eyes spot a game trail just off the main road. You figure if you follow it, you may come across a hunter's camp or another suitable place to wait out the storm. After a short walk through the pines and evading a rather hungry-looking pack of wolves, you stumble upon a cave just as the rain begins to pour down. The scent of rain begins to mix with the smell of mossy rocks and the humid air of the cave as bands of water fall outside the entrance. Small droplets mist your face as you listen to the crackling of lightning and the rolling echoes of thunder. Luckily, there are few creature comforts in the cave. You find just enough wood and timber to light a small fire to keep you warm as you settle in for a short respite from the storm. The embers glow and crackle, casting long shadows on the walls as it illuminates the cave. But what's this? Your eyes catch something glinting in the firelight. Perhaps it wouldn't be too bad of an idea to inspect this mysterious shiny object. You slowly walk deeper into the cave and notice that the object hidden in the shadows is actually a treasure chest forgotten to time. What luck. Shall we open it? Don't forget to check for traps. After a thorough inspection, you determine that the chest is safe to open and gaze in wonder at all the items stored within. Inside, you find a set of emerald-colored glass armor, an elvish dagger, and a bag containing 34 gold coins. 
your quest is already yielding some valuable rewards. Very nice. You decide to equip yourself with the armor and dagger. Then you take a glance in a pool of rainwater, admiring your reflection for just a moment. Now you look like a proper adventurer, ready to brave any obstacle that stands in the way of your noble quest to save Skyrim from certain doom. What was that? It's so dark and so cold. Indeed, your mind is not playing tricks. That was a voice all right. Coming from inside the darkness of the cave. Oh, brave adventurer. Come closer. It is so dark. The ghostly voice continues beckoning you forward. Who could be calling? Perhaps it's a fellow traveler in need of aid. Or a lonely spirit waiting for someone to free it so they may enter Sovngarde. It could also be an evil hag waiting to sink her claws into curious adventurers. One thing is for sure. There is a mystery in need of solving deep inside the cave. You gather your gear, put out the fire, and draw your newfound dagger. You look deep within yourself, take in a deep breath, and then slowly say to yourself, Nope. As you hastily Make your way towards the exit of the cave. There are many adventures to be had in Skyrim. Maybe you'll come back to this one after you level up a bit. Now is not the time for a potentially deadly side quest when you have the main storyline to finish. You exit the cave and continue on to Whiterun. Wait, seriously? Gray skies hang overhead as you near the gates of Whiterun. Windmills lazily spin in slow circles on the farms that surround the city. And members of the city guard nervously watch the skies for possible dragon attacks. You finally arrive at the gate and are stopped by two members of the city guard. Auto traveler, what business do you have in White Run? You show them the letter meant for the Dragonborn and tell them that you need to speak to Jarl Balgruf to find the legendary warrior's whereabouts. Ah, looking for the Dragonborn, are you? From the looks of your armor, 
you must be an adventurer for yourself, am I right? And that dagger, elvish is it. You don't look like a Thalmor agent. Either way, the Jarl is unavailable at the moment. With all the talks of dragons and a possible attack on the city by the Stormcloaks, he is more than preoccupied to talk to any messenger, even one with ties to the Dragonborn. Your expression turns into one of slight disappointment, a sight that has not gone unnoticed by the guard. Look, I wish I could help you. I used to be an adventurer too once. Then I took an arrow in the knee. The Jarl's brother, Horngar, is always well informed of the goings-on in the court. Perhaps he may know of how you can find the Dragonborn. He spends much of his free time at the Bannered Mare. You can't miss him. He's a true orf of a Nord, with a long beard, and always carries a two-handed greatsword. Just enjoy a few cups of mead and wait for him to arrive. The guards open the gate, and you finally make your way into Whiterun. The tranquil streets of Whiterun are always a welcome sight to behold. You've actually dreamed of moving here one day, whenever an affordable house comes on the market. Perhaps the owner of Bree's home would be willing to sell one day, but alas, you have an enjoyable daydream of life in the city as you make the short trip across the marketplace to the Bannered Mare. The tavern is as inviting as ever as you walk inside. Ulfina Greymane walks through the crowd taking orders, and Hulda pours perfect cups of mead behind the bar. You take a seat at a table, order a pint, and wait for Horngar to arrive as Mikiel plays a few bardic melodies. Time passes by as you enjoy a few moments of peace, not to mention a couple of sweet meads. When out of the corner of your eye, a large figure appears in the doorway. A hulking Nord slowly lumbers to a table, sits down, and orders a drink. He has a long braided beard, studded armor, and a battle-worn greatsword attached to his back. An intimidating figure for sure. You stare for a moment and decide that it would be best to let the man finish his drink before you attempt to speak business with him. That's just good manners after all. You take your eyes off the Nord and focus your attention on the drink in front of you. Glancing back towards his direction, you notice 
that he is no longer at his table. What do you think you're staring at, milk drinker? If it's a bra you're looking for, I'm the Nord that will give you a beating you won't soon forget. A booming voice says from directly behind you. You slowly turn around to see Rongar staring at you with a menacing look in his eye. You carefully explain the misunderstanding and tell him about your quest. He sizes you up for a moment, then opens his mouth to speak. A message for the Dragonborn? Ha! Well met, adventurer. Come, let me buy you a mead. The two of you share a drink together, along with some information. Last I heard, he was moving north to solitude. But do not lose heart. Do you know why they called this place the Bannered Mere? Long ago, there was a brave Nord king who always rode with his warriors into battle on a large filly draped in the battle standards of his kingdom. During one fateful battle, the king took an arrow to the chest in the middle of a charge and died propped up in his saddle. But the mare rode on and the king's men won a hard-fought victory, not knowing that their king was gone. The brave mare lived out its remaining days in distinguished comfort. It shows you that no matter how brave, all men will die, but the message they carry will live on. The king was not the reason for the victory. It was the chance for glory and the protection of one's own homeland that ignited the fires of victory that day. As long as you have that same burning passion, I have no doubt that your message will be delivered, friend. Rongar finishes his story and sips the last of his mead, then stands to take his leave. Oh, one piece of advice. Where there is smoke, there will be fire. Where there is fire, there are dragons. And where there are dragons, the dragonborn will be there to slay it. Farewell, messenger. Smoke, huh? That seems simple enough to work. You take your leave of Whiterun and start the long journey towards solitude and hopefully the Dragonborn. The valley that surrounds Whiterun slowly becomes a beautiful scene of rustic mountains and flurries of snow. However, the tranquil moment is interrupted by the sight and smell of smoke billowing from the side of a mountain ridge. Well, where there's smoke, there's fire. There's no harm in taking a look. Actually, if there really is a dragon involved, there may be a very large and fire-breathing amount of harm in the future. You make your way up the mountain path towards the plume of smoke. When you see it, the large stone structure of an ancient Nord burial hall, and laying in front are the colossal skeletal remains of a dragon. 
flames burn around what appears to be the site of a fierce battle. You place a hand on the unreal dragon skeleton and notice that it is still hot to the touch. You also notice a set of footprints walking away from the dragon's remains and heading towards the old tomb. Your next move is clear. You must brave the horrors of the tomb and find the owner of the footprints. Hopefully, they belong to the Dragonborn. The halls of the tomb smell of death and torch oil. Spiderwebs line almost every inch, and the lifeless bodies of undead Rogger lay in heaps on the floor. Upon closer inspection, you notice that the decayed Nord warriors have been dispatched by a blade. You must be on the right path for sure. If you follow the carnage, Maybe the warrior responsible will be just ahead. Deeper and deeper, you carefully move forward on the ancient stone steps until you reach a dead end and a corroded metal gate covering a well on the ground. There's a hole in the gate just large enough to squeeze through. But where will it lead you? You peer into the darkness below and try to determine how far of a drop it'll be. Well, this is not the time for fear. Here goes nothing. A pool of cold water breaks your fall. That was fun. Let's never do it again. Wait a second. How are you going to get back to the exit? And the letter. This water can't be good for it. You climb out of the pond that broke your fall. And check your belongings to make sure that the letter is still intact. Luckily, it's still dry as a bone. The divines be praised. You look around. <sighs> I suppose there's no way to go but forward. With some luck, you'll find the Dragonborn and a way out of this dungeon. If not, this crypt will become your tomb. You make your way through the depths of the burial chambers. Sneakily, moving past a few shambling Draugr that missed the Dragonborn's blade. Until your path is blocked by a large, circular stone gate with carved rings and animal symbols etched into the rock. Now how are you supposed to get past this gate? You inspect it for just a moment and notice a few small scratches on the stonework housing each ring as if the rings can be moved along the gate. Under closer inspection, you also notice what appears to be three small impressions 
acting as keyholes in the center of the ring. But where is the key? You search the area and find something very interesting indeed. On the ground near the gate is a carved dragon claw made of pure mammoth ivory. You look closer and notice some carvings on the palm of the claw. The first is a hawk, the second another hawk, finally the third is a dragon. Bingo. This just might be your ticket out of this nightmare. Let's return to the gate and test out your escape plan. Each ring has three animals carved around the circumference of the stone. The outer ring has a whale, a hawk, and a moth. The second ring shows a hawk, a wolf, and a dragon. The innermost ring features a moth, a dragon, and a whale. Simple. You carefully take your time, arranging the rings in the pattern shown on the claw. Hawk, hawk, dragon. You hear a small click and place the tips of the ivory claw into the keyhole. And just like magic, the rings spring to life and open wide, revealing the inner chamber of the tomb. This is it. The dragonborn awaits. You step into the darkness to hopefully deliver your message and complete your quest. It's obvious that another terrible battle took place inside the chamber. Sparks of magical energy still crackle in the air, and a veritable army of Draugr lay dead on the ground. Can you kill something that's already dead? Never mind. The carnage only keeps your attention for a moment, because you notice a large stone wall covered in draconic runes with a lone figure standing in front of it. This has to be them. It's finally time to meet the Dragonborn. They turn to catch your gaze. Oh, please do not hurt this one. I am but a humble merchant in search of new wares. Hmm. Not the greeting you were expecting. Oh, my apologies. Warm sands, adventurer. How can this one be of service? You start to question the authenticity of the Dragonborn. Actually, this legendary warrior seems to be a Khajiit shopkeep exploring the dungeon. You ask what he's doing in such a gloomy place. Ah, a fine question to be sure. This one has been following the Dragonborn across Skyrim and claiming the treasures they discard to sell at my shop. Are you looking for many shiny things? If so, Khajiit has wares if you have coin. You can't help but be impressed by the business model that this feisty feline has created for himself. Let the Dragonborn do all the work, then take all the treasure 
they don't need. Pure Profit You tell the intrepid entrepreneur that it is not wares you require, but information about the location of the Dragonborn. Ah, information just may be the rarest ware of all. I would be willing to trade what I know for that shiny claw you hold in your hands. You think for a moment. This claw just might fetch a pretty septum back home. You're just so sleepy from roaming across Skyrim, trying to deliver your message. You agree to the terms under one condition. The Khajiit must also tell you how to get out of the tomb, along with the location of the Dragonborn. Ah, you drive a hard bargain. This one agrees to your terms. The Dragonborn is just outside this burial ground. Come, follow Khajiit. He leads you to an unassuming rock wall, then begins to fumble around, pressing his paws on the surface of the stone. It has to be here somewhere. This one has seen the Dragonborn use it with their own eyes. Ah, here we go. He presses a hidden switch on the wall, leading to a secret passage. Just follow this hall, and it should lead you outside, adventurer. But be warned, my whiskers sent great danger outside in the cold. Good luck, and may your road lead you to warm sands. You hand over the ivory claw and thank the Khajiit for his assistance. If his information was correct, your journey will end soon. The cold winds of Skyrim have never felt so welcoming as you exit the ancient tomb. Your eyes begin to dart around in search of the Dragonborn, but they are nowhere to be found. Great. So much for the information the Khajiit gave you. It looks like the only danger he spoke of was the danger of you getting swindled by bogus knowledge great danger indeed. What was that? There it is again. By the divines, can it be? A dragon. You lift your eyes towards the sky and see a great beast flying above you. You stand in awe of the sight, but now is not the time to stare and wonder. Now is the time to run and pray. Plumes of red-hot fire shoot down from above, scorching the earth and snow around you. You do your best to hide behind rocks and trees. But the tyrant 
is always one step ahead. With nowhere left to run, the dragon lands in front of you with a malicious grin set upon its maw of teeth. This appears to be how your story ends. Your long journey comes to a close in the mouth of a dragon. You close your eyes as the beast opens its jaws to finish you. Sovngarde awaits. A loud voice booms as an unrelenting force pushes the dragon away from you. A fierce warrior pierces through the flames and sinks their sword into the hide of the dragon. The beast and the warrior begin an epic battle. It's a flurry of blades and claws, truly a marvel to behold. This is the power of the Dragonborn. The battle lasts for a moment until one final swing fells the mighty dragon for good. The once impressive beast lies dead on the floor, then bursts into flames as the dragonborn consumes its very essence, leaving behind a smoldering pile of dragon bones. With the battle over, the dragonborn gives you a nod, then continues on their journey. Now is your chance. You call over to the Dragonborn with news of a message from the Greybeards. They stop in their tracks, remove their helmet, and says, Well then, what does it say? It's finally happening. The secret message is about to be revealed. The fate of all Skyrim could be decided at this very moment. Your hands shake as you break the seal of the letter, and in the most confident voice you can muster, you read the message aloud. Dragonborn Someone seems to have stolen Master Bori's sweet roll. Would you mind bringing some more to the temple at your earliest convenience? Signed, Parthenax. Thank you for listening to Sleep Mode, presented by Glitch Creative Labs. We hope that you've enjoyed this sleepy time adventure in Skyrim. The life of a non-player character can be difficult, so remember the hard work they have to go through to give you your next quest. On the next episode of Sleep Mode, we'll be taking a cozy journey across the Kanto region. Get ready for Sleep Mode, Pokemon Red and Blue. It'll be the very best, like no one ever was.
We'll see you again very soon. Good night, gamers.